0: Tail of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! Hey guys, welcome back to the doe. Uh we are gonna we're here this morning to cover UFC two eighty in Abu Dhabi. Um super good card, super exciting card, so stacked all the way through. This in two eighty one, I feel like. Yeah. I've just I've just been Thirsting for these, I yeah. Can't they wait. both have uh, really good lineups. Um, we're going to cover the whole main card on on this one. Starting off with was it Caitlin Shikagan? Yes. And and Madin uh, Fioret. So I've got a lot to say about this fight, just because um, I know I know the a lot of the girls don't possess the same power, you know, as as someone like maybe Amanda. Or or some of the girls that you know, there's not even a lot of them that, that have that one punch knockout power like Cyborg. she does. Cyborg, yeah, yeah, someone like that. Um, Caitlin has 15 decisions. She hasn't finished somebody since 2015. She's fought a lot of good girls and she's beat a lot of them, but man, she is. Uh, she clearly doesn't have that power. Yeah, uh, to finish. And she's fighting a girl that's only nine and one. But I saw this girl fight uh, Tabitha Ricci. Tabitha came up. She was a 115er, took a short notice fight to get into the UFC, lost. Uh, I believe they stopped it in the second round. Tabitha was way outsized. This girl's like really fit. I think she's 5'7, and, um, and Caitlin is 5'8. Uh, which would be the same height as me. She might be five nine actually. Caitlin's five nine, I think. Yep, that's right, five nine for Caitlin. 5'7". Seven seven. That's yeah. right. So she's a she's a really good sized girl, um, man. And and um, I'm gonna she she's got a few stoppages as well. I'm gonna give her the win um, just because like Caitlin, she's been on a run, right? She's been on a roll. She's doing really well. Um, and I don't see this fight getting stopped, obviously. Um, they both have a, a large amount of decisions. Manon's got a few more stoppages, or, or at least the same amount, but with half the amount of fights. Um,
1: when you look at the stoppages, as you said, at, we were talking about one is uh, you got a knee, you got a submission with an arm bar, and another stoppage with knees. From so, Caitlin. From Caitlin, correct. So,
0: 2013, I think, or 14, 15.
1: 14, was the first knee the arm bar was may of 2015 and the ko knees
0: 2016 right so, so 2016 that's a lot of years uh i would love to see the stats or see if they talk about it that night of the amount of octagon time she has because she has to have more than any other girl like, yeah because
1: everything's going all yeah, three she's rounds gone
0: all three rounds in in every fight in the ufc for sure and um yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a lot of uh it's a lot of ring time, a lot of cage time, whatever, but I just don't uh they clearly aren't going to finish each other. And um I'm going to go with the who's most likely the underdog in in uh Mannon.
1: So when you look at at um Caitlyn, her losses are kind of interesting. Um Carmouche, she did last all 3 rounds with to, you know, it was a, she lost a decision. Yeah. Uh Valenchen- Shevchenko, excuse me, Shevchenko. She lost pretty deep into the third round, um, and then Andrade. She got she got taken out really fast, actually. Um, Body shot. Yeah, five seconds into the first round. No, I'm sorry. Four, it was late. It was at the very end of the first round. It was four minutes, minutes and fifty five seconds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it it seems like she does. She's durable. I mean, she yeah. can still last against some pretty, some pretty uh, with the noted, I mean, on she didn't last very long, but, um, Karmouche and Shevchenko, she did last a long time. So she's, she's durable. Yeah. And when you look at, um, when you look at her opponent, do you think that Madden has, you don't think she's got the stopping power either. So it's just going to be about, yeah,
0: I mean, she, I believe she's got a, a good handful of decisions as well. Um, and I understand that these girls are fighting top girls. You know, they're fighting a lot of the, the best girls, and and it's hard to put people away. But they uh, that you can't argue fifteen decisions. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And and what is that? Two thousand sixteen, you says? Yes. Six years, almost seven years since she's had a finish. You know, I mean, that's like a, that's a long time to to not put someone away. You know, and especially to have that many wins in that amount of time and still not have any finishes it's uh i'd be a little frustrated so
1: i guess in looking at manon's record she's got six finishes
0: out of her nine nine wins wins. yeah there you go i mean so she's so so if in my opinion if anybody gets finished it's going to be caitlin yep but i'm going with with manon to win regardless of whether it's a decision or or uh a finish
1: next fight then Dariush and Gamrot um we, we were talking about
0: this before we hit record and these are just two ballers um Bill numbers- is one of my favorite fighters um at, at the moment you know um he is uh he is exciting he's got really good jujitsu. he's got really good wrestling he's got He's got slick striking as well. He trains at Kings MMA with uh, Rafael Cordero, who was like the shoot box coach back in the day, Vanderlei Silva and, and all those guys' uh, coach. And he's the guy, I don't know if you remember, after his fight, he gave the the Marxist speech. And that was like one of the greatest post fight <laughs> speeches I've ever heard. And this is a guy who's not from the United States. Yeah. So it was pretty cool to listen to. Yeah. But he, it was, he, he had just like dismantled Tony Ferguson and, um, uh, He's been on a run. I think he's on a seven, seven or nine fight win streak, and uh, he should have been in line for the belt after the Ferguson fight. Yeah, and then I don't know if he's fought since then.
1: I'm trying to pull it up right now. Yeah, I, I
0: don't know if he's fought since then. But man, he he's a he's an exciting fighter. However, Camrod is a stud. That guy. He's only has one loss. Um, he he's got a lot of wins over good guys. He has uh is it only five so no it's seven seven
1: okay that's what i thought durish has has yeah. seven he's on a seven fight win streak right now
0: yeah and uh uh Gamera's either what 21 and one y- yes
1: 21 one and he does have one no contest Okay, so it's
0: 21 one and one he fought uh norman park who's a guy from my north ireland gym um I think there was a no contest. There was a decision loss to Norman had a decision loss to him. And then he had a, a doctor stoppage, uh, the third time they fought. Yeah. And, and, uh, he also finished, um, Diego Fajeda, who's from Texas, a Brazilian guy who kind of was started a turtle and he took one short knee to the ribs and, and he like turned and, and the fight was over, like separated his ribs or whatever it was. It, but, uh, he's tough, man. He's going to be a really tough fight for, for Benil. And it sucks because I hate these fights for someone like Benil because he is clearly in line from the belt. He could have got the title shot at what was Ferguson his last fight. Uh, I believe it was. Yeah. yeah. So he could have got the, the title shot after that had he waited, but here he is going to take this fight and this is a fight. Yeah. That's a dangerous fight and a loss will set him back even though he's on a seven fight win streak right now a loss will set him back to where he's you know got to win two more you know three more maybe to get back to that that title shot and for whatever reason they do not promote him they don't they don't blow him up at all and he is freaking good man he's beat some really good guys and and uh, he's exciting when he fights so i'm not sure what the I think the ranking. So
1: he's ranked six, and I just think that he's he's in that fifty-five division. I mean, yeah. you look at who's ahead of him: five is Chandler, four is Makachev, three is Gaethje, two is Poirier, and then you got Oliveira. I mean, I,
0: can you look at Gamrot's record real quick and yeah. and just tell me how many fights he has in the UFC?
1: Oh, in the UFC, let me yeah. see. Yeah, let I me mean, let me pull it up here and see when his first um, UFC UFC. Oh, it looks like he actually only has. Four fights in the UFC. Right. So no, I'm sorry, five.
0: And a loss, right?
1: The first one was um yeah, a loss in, in October twenty twenty. Two. uh yeah. Grom, I don't know how you say that dude's the last name right there. I don't know who that
0: dude is. Oh, Kutaladze? Yeah. So so yeah, so he has a loss and then four wins. And then
1: four wins, correct. Jeremy Stevens, Scott Holtzman.
0: And what's he ranked?
1: Um, does
0: it have his ranking? Yeah, I think it does. Like Benil shouldn't be fighting anybody below him,
1: number right? Nine. He's then,
0: n- number nine, right? Benil shouldn't be fighting anybody below him. So this is a dangerous fight for him. He, sure, he not only is putting his his ranking on the line, he's putting his title shot on the line because he should have he should have not only should he have a title fight, he should at least have someone number two, number three. Sure, you know he should be right there fighting those guys. And I understand that they're all busy. I understand they all have, you know, dance partners coming up. But it's just um, I I hate when I hate when fighters say I'm a fighter, I'm going to fight because if you have a title shot and let's say you have a title shot, champ gets hurt. You want to take a fight while you're waiting no one ever wins that fight yeah no man. one ever wins that fight and then well, that sets you back and so i just feel like that's a it's a dangerous fight for Benil. i'm pulling for him i hope he wins um but i think it's just a, a tough one to take
1: he is he is the underdog um it's close surprised. plus 165 for him Gamrot's minus 195 so it's not a huge yeah. spread on that um so are you picking Beniel I know that's where your heart I is I am just
0: because I feel like he's just been so Prepared and so on a roll And he's so well rounded um, I am I am definitely gonna Pick Beniel not just in the heart <laughs> Okay So and that moves us on to If you need me to put five bucks on him to prove it I will <laughs> <laughs> I'll go big
1: So that moves us to a fight that I am. This might be the second most for me, the second most important fight of the night. I know, I know we have um, a title fight after this, but Piotr Jan and Sugar Sean. Yeah. Um, I'm just. I'm so excited to see I, the styles of the two. the The look. I mean, Piotr is obviously shorter, yeah, um, yeah. a lot shorter. Sugar Sean is so long and he's so lean. Um, in that reach. Um, but I don't know that we've seen Sean really fight anybody. I mean, nobody at this level
0: for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's definitely not fought anybody at this level. Um, like he's former champ, right? Piotr, I think, I think he is. I mean, didn't he have it over Sterling?
1: Yes, uh, yes, yeah. Because
0: right, are they? Is that not the one that? Who was that? That yeah, that need him in the head. Yes.
1: Yeah, but he didn't get the belt. That but well. the, he already
0: had the belt. That's how. Yes, that's how Sterling got Stirling the belt. Got the belt. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's fighting a former champ. Piotr is definitely one of the best guys in that division. Um, good stylistic matchup for Sean, just because of the height, and and Sean is so good at using range. He's so good at staying long. Um, he does have to be careful to not get his leg kicked apart, you know, because Piotr has really good leg and calf kicks. Um, and O'Malley already has a uh, uh, leg injury from from those. And then, uh, who's the guy that Sean just fought? Hmm. Let me go back. Pedro Munoz. And and I think it was Pedro Munoz. And he was going after his legs as well. Yeah, it was. Um, eating eating jabs didn't land one punch um, before the eye gouge, but he was kicking his leg a lot. Hopefully, they're addressing that at, at uh, wherever it is that Sean trains. And and that won't be too much of an issue. He does need to stay long. He does need to. So, I think one thing that's underestimated and, and uh, people say, oh, you know, how how good is he off his back? He's slick off his back. Who's that? Piotr? No, Sean. Oh, Sean. If he gets taken down, he is good off his back. Okay. He's slick off his back. Um, r- solid jiu-jitsu. And, and triangles and stuff he's going to have the knee factor i mean his range and striking ability uh he may not be able to put pure away power wise but i feel like he he can i feel like he can get ahead early on and even lose a third round and still win the fight hmm. you know i feel like he he's he puts that early early pressure on with his straight left his, or his straight his uh his jab is like very, very straight, very stiff and, and gets the attention of the guys. But if he stays busy and and steals that first round, you know, it'll be tough to to turn around. I'm not gonna bet on him. I can't go like I, I would like to see him win. He's he's annoying. Um really but you'd like yeah, to see man, him win this. But he's good, you know, he really is good. And I think because he's a smart ass and because he he's cocky and whatever that people overlook his skills. He really does have a lot of skills, you know. It's like talking about Jake Paul. Like the guy's everyone talks trash on Jake Paul because he talks trash.
1: Right. But he can box. He can box. Right?
0: Like he he's got a lot of power. He can box. Yep. And and uh he's not just going to get run over by Anderson, you know, like people would think he will. And and so I think the same goes with with this guy. This Sean Sean has got a lot of skills and he's he's not been able to be at the level of the guys the last two guys that he's fighting because they kind of let him get a couple tune-ups. But, but I think he's ready. What does this do for Sean? If he beats, Piotr oh, jan? he's, he's, we've talked about this before. If he beats Piotr Jan, Yeah. Everybody after him is Piotrion. jan Like he doesn't get, <laughs> he doesn't get number eight, number nine. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, if he makes that jump, he's now in that mix always, you know, he's now in that mix, uh, financially. Yeah. You know, he's, 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 sir can we have a new contract <laughs> um, yeah right so yeah he's he's uh in the mix after that this is a this is a huge win for him and it's a i told you so win for Piotr Jan. does nothing for for him yeah you know it it does absolutely nothing he, he's getting a paycheck and he is uh where's sean ranked do you know number 12 <laughs> yeah and where's Piotr? No, he's number two, one. One? Yeah. He's number one. So he's the number one um contender. Contender, right. And the champ. Right. So what a what a risky fight for him to take. Yeah. And what a win win for O'Malley. Like, why wouldn't O'Malley take that fight? It's almost like saying, Hey, would you fight for the belt? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. whether it's Brock Lesnar who's gonna smash my face into the floor, you're fighting for the belt, right? Sure. So there's there is a chance in that fight, that you become the champion. So you're telling me there's a chance, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I think for sure it's a it's a win-win for O'Malley. It, to be honest, if he goes three rounds and does really well with him, yeah, you think he, he still jumps he, up? He, yeah, he leaps. He leaps three, four, five guys in the rankings. Four guys.
1: So you got above him Frankie Edgar, Ricky Simon, Yidong Song, uh, Pedro Munoz. Um, Dominic Cruz, and then you start getting into Rob Font, Vieira, and so yeah. forth. So um, he's already lost to Vera, or Marlon Vera. So that that's Sugar Shun's only loss. Yeah. Um, Injury. So it'll be,
0: it, yeah, it'll be interesting.
1: Are you picking Sugar on this? No.
0: Okay. No, I said I, I can't go against the experience and yeah. the the championship rounds that Piotr's already had. Yeah. Um, Do you think Piotr's the smarter fighter? oh I mean maybe but I don't again I don't think I don't think O'Malley gets enough credit I don't think he fights dumb sure you know I think he I think he does fight smart I think he knows exactly what he needs to do whether he's able to do it or not um is you know is irrelevant but he he does I think he fights smart so and
1: and I know I know you can you can talk about the comparison of resumes but Piotr's coming in at 16-3, and three, so he's got 19 fights. Sugar Sean's coming in at 15-1, so he's got 16 fights.
0: So The difference is the last 5, 6, 7, 8 guys that Piotr Jan's fought mm-hmm. and the last 5, 6, 7, 8 guys yeah, that yeah, yeah. Sean has fought yeah. is is very different. And that's why you need those filler fights. You need somebody after those those early fights in between the Piotr Jans, right? You need to fight number eight, number seven, number yeah. six. There's a reason they're there and not number one. And so he is making a big leap in skill, no question.
1: So the last last few fighters that uh, Piotr Jan, you got Sterling, Sanhagen before that, Sterling again, Jose Aldo in Uriah favor. Right, so that's a meat grinder of, yeah. a, of a card right there of yeah. you know and then go
0: back O'Malley it's he has Pedro Munoz he has his uh the kid that they brought in with the green hair that I always forget his name that's um, such a stud Chris uh is it Martino? yes is that that was that was Poirier McGregor yeah yeah and and so that got Sean a lot of experience beating somebody up but he didn't get put in the fire at all yeah, fight before that was his loss, Marlon Vera. Yeah, and then after, before that, it was
1: Eddie Wineland's—
0: So that's eight. a good win. Eddie Wineland's a good win, a better win if it happened five years ago. Okay, you know he, he fought him at a at a good time, um, but but I believe they've done the right thing with O'Malley, the way they've brought him up until right now. It's a big jump. Yeah they they've done they've done it the right way until right now not 12 he hasn't even cracked the top 10 correct and he's fighting the number one contender correct so and there's so much skill in between there you know
1: and his only fourier up above fighting the top 10 he lost so it's right. not
0: like it, it
1: had he won that then maybe you can say okay maybe he's ready for this but when you start getting into that
0: that higher level of a fighter he he didn't do well there i'll give you a luke example like always He's number ten. Yep. Is he ready to fight Pitbull today? Probably not. Depends you know, it's a tough fight. Yeah. It's a there is a chance, but Pitbull's got a much bigger chance. Yeah. Right? A couple years from now, we're ready. Sure. You know? But but right now, that's like him fighting AJ or or Pitbull. And uh you need those eight, seven, six guys, you know, before once you're in a top five, then it's it's a Crap. crapshoot. Like Five can fight one, yep. three can fight two, and and so on. Like once you're in the top five, you you get whoever. But <clears throat> I feel like the the number ten and outside, that's a that's a just a, a giant jumping skill. Yeah, this gonna be an exciting fight. I can't for, wait for sure this one. I don't think it's a blowout. Okay, like I I'm sure there are people who think Piotr is gonna run him over. I don't think he runs him over. I think it's gonna be a competitive fight, and I think unless O'Malley's leg. I don't want to jinx him unless his leg gets kicked apart to where he can't continue. I think it goes the distance.
1: So Piotr's is the um, he's the favorite. This one's a little bigger, minus three hundred five uh, versus plus two fifty five. So it's a little bigger spread there, but it's still not crazy.
0: I also think, and correct me if I'm wrong. Well, you can correct me on on the Monday after. Yeah, O'Malley's on his back. At some point, O'Malley's on his back. Okay. On Piotr Jan's back, not on his own back. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, you
1: see, okay. Yes. You see O'Malley take Piotr's back. Yes. Interesting. All right. We'll see how that goes. I like that. So, we've got uh, the first of two um, title fights, Aljamain Sterling and TJ Dillashaw.
0: Another Another really good fight. This is a fight that has two endings. TJ knocks him out. Sterling submits him. That's it? If if TJ's on the ground with Sterling, he's in a world of trouble. If Sterling gets stuck on the feet and cannot get the takedown, he is in a world of trouble. Now, I think that Sterling's uh, – his striking's not great. But he makes it look great to get his shots off to get his clinches and i think worst case scenario for him he's good enough to drag tj to the ground whether he's on top or bottom or on the side or whatever if he can get a hold of him and and lock up a clinch with him um i think and work a takedown if he can't get a takedown he drags him to the ground one way or another i think that that changes the uh dynamic of the fight tj's a lot shorter he's gonna have a lot shorter limbs there's um, only an inch
1: difference between the two of them. Really? 5'7 versus 5'6. I wouldn't have thought that as well, and I just looked God, at God, why do I think Sterling was so
0: much taller? I, I think it's just— 5'7? I'm taller than Sterling? That's, that's, that's so it, weird to that's me. What he, what seems he seems real long and I lanky. Agree. I was
1: surprised when I saw uh, that.
0: Okay, well— Now he's got a 4-inch reach advantage. Yeah, so he's definitely longer. Um, huh. Yeah, I—, I that, that surprised me as well I when that I looked changed, at that well, out. It changes as far as what I was saying on, on – but he does have the reach advantage. He does. Um, I, I, again, I think he takes his back. Okay. I think just like he did to Piotr Jan, I think uh, if he gets a hold of him, he takes his back. I think if TJ, because he, he does have one of the top one or two best footwork in the game, um, I think then he has – you know, if he's able to avoid the clinches, because I think even a clinch is dangerous for TJ because I think if they clinch and, and uh, Sterling's able to get a hold of him, mm-hmm. I think all he needs to do is get a hold of him to get him to the ground. I, I think he, he's good enough to drag him to the ground on top of him. Like, I, I, I think he's, a, he's able to get him to the ground and he's going to dominate the round. I haven't seen anyone get position back from him.
1: Once Sterling got position, yeah. they were never able to recover and Correct. take
0: position back. Correct. And I and I I've, I've, I was listening to James Krause talk about it, and I, I don't want to steal that from him, but but he mentioned that as well that he he didn't he didn't remember seeing anyone uh, reverse position once they have got it. And I'm just looking back to the Poirier fight. Once he got his back, he never got out. He never he he got it early in the round, and he kept it the entire round. The other guys who he's he's done the Sulov stretch to, he's done rear and chokes to. Like once he gets that position, he's definitely a back taker. And once he gets that position, it's a wrap. Like at least the round's a wrap. You know, he may not finish the choke, but he is very good at finishing the choke. Um, I, I think the round is is uh, that's his. You know, that's his. Does TJ
1: have a decent ground game? I know I know he can stand, but
0: so. Whether he does or doesn't have a decent ground game, yeah. Sterling's got a mu- he's got a very good ground game, got and it. there's there's you know uh, a big discrepancy between the two. Uh, Sterling trains with uh, he's he's under Matt Sarah, and who's under Henzo. Um, those guys are you know got phenomenal ground uh, over there, and so he he's clearly a solid jiu-jitsu guy. Okay. Um, TJ is clearly a wrestler. Was solid, solid striking. So the key is, can Sterling wrestle him enough to get him to the ground to to do it, and will TJ be able to knock him out? You
1: know, I when I see Sterling on a card, and maybe this is the reason why I'm I'm more excited for the previous fight than I am for this one. Um, I can my first experience watching Sterling fight was the Piotr Jan knee to the head, and I just. I I know it's not fair, but I don't like the guy.
0: It's going to be a while before he lives that down. It's going to be a a handful of title defenses before he gets past that. Um, I'm the same way. I'm not a a fan. I am a fan of the guys he trains with. Okay. So I have to believe that he's better than that. You know, I've got to believe that that was a – I blame D.C., (laughs) <laughs> like I said before during our podcast, I blame yeah. DC yeah. because DC was loudly saying, "If he stops right now, if he quits right now, he's, he's the, champ. the champ. If he quits right now, he gets the belt." If yeah. he quit, and he's saying it in an empty arena, yeah. and I know that you can talk just like this. That was on Fight Island, wasn't yes. it? Um, I don't know if it was on Fight Island or the Apex, but whatever it was, there was no crowd. Yeah, and and I know by coaching Luke during the the pandemic stuff at at uh, for Bellator that I could talk just like this to him during his fight and he yep. can hear me clearly. Yep. So when the fight's over and he's talking like that, I just feel like he, that was a that played a big part in it. Sure. And regardless, yes, I I'm not I I've got to think he's better than that, but I can look past that at least at the skill. Okay. And I know he's a he's a solid fighter. He he did come back rematch everyone thought he was going to get starched because yeah. he was losing that fight and that he that he got need in anyway yep and he he basically handled him easily for three rounds five rounds five rounds yeah that that ended up being a split decision and I think there was some controversy on why it was but because there was a couple rounds it should have been ten eights for sure like he had his back within a minute of the first round yeah. or of whatever round it was yeah and, and just that's a dominant for the rest of that round four
1: minutes yeah. of complete of backpack
0: yeah so so you're picking sterling to defend on this then I'm I'm not a fan of TJ either. Okay. I'm not a fan of TJ just because I am a fan. Me and Uriah Faber go way back. Yep. TJ burned him bad. You know when he left there, and and it was funny because Conor McGregor and Uriah were were coaches on the Ultimate Fighter, and Conor was telling uh, Uriah that he was going to that he was a snake and it was ever and sure enough, you know he did, and uh, so TJ's tough. You know, very good, very good fighter. Um, brash, cocky, jackass. But yeah, uh, yeah. Had this fight happen six months ago, I'd hope they walked out and punched each other in the face and both got knocked <laughs> out. But I'm gonna pull for Sterling now. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> so that brings us to the main event of the evening, and I am super stoked to watch Oliveira and Makachev go at it.
0: Yeah. What a fight. Um I'm such an Oliveira fan. Uh just because like what is what is what's his run right now?
1: I'm I'm pulling it it's up. Ridiculous. I think it's eleven. Yeah, it's, but let it's me something I'm, ridiculous. I'm gonna pull it up right now. And you know, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but um when Oliveira fought Chandler for the belt, yep. I was pulling for Chandler. Me too. When he fought Poirier, I was pulling for Poirier. Um, when he fought Gaethje, I was starting to really come around, um, and I, re- I I felt like Oliveira was going to win. I'm a fan of Gaethje. I like I like him, but yeah. I I felt like Oliveira was going to win that. Um,
0: I think he's just I, better all around. Yeah,
1: but I just I I um I wasn't a huge I wasn't. It's not like I didn't like Oliveira, but I just liked the other fighters that he was fighting more. Yeah. And now he's starting to pull me around.
0: He's just um, so good. He's so well-rounded. His jiu-jitsu game is so good. Uh, yeah, he's on an 11, 11 fight fight win fight streak with. against
1: um, at, the best. Clay Guida, Jim Miller. Um, obviously, then you got Ferguson, Chandler, Poirier, Gaethje. I mean, it's yeah, the who's who yeah. of, of that weight class.
0: Uh, can you go back now and look at uh, Mokachev's record? Yes. Or who he's fought? Yeah, I can. I... I like Oliveira, I like his style. He gets hurt in every fight and then comes back and dominates and wins. Um I feel like the last going back to Chandler. I mean Chandler
1: stung him in the first oh round yeah. and it looked like it was over. Oh yeah. Um I think Poirier same thing yep. and then he took Poirier's back and and got a rear naked on him, right? Yep. Um and then I think he got stung pretty bad by uh, Gaethje as well, didn't he in the first yes. round? Yes. Yeah, I feel like the, the he, like you said, he always gets hurt, but he's just he doesn't give up.
0: Yeah, he's he's really good, man. He's really well rounded. His striking's very good. Uh, he just gets hit, you know. And I don't know how phenomenal his chin is, but he, I don't know that uh, Islam is a, a one punch knockout guy, but but I know he's a savage. I know he's you know also on a.
1: He is on... Well, he's 22-1. and Yeah. So his last... UFC streak. UFC streak is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8,
0: 9, 10. So... So... uh, I don't know that he's fought the same guys. No, he hasn't.
1: Um, His last fight was Bobby Green. Before that was Dan Hooker. You got Thiago Moises. Um, Then Drew Dober, Davi Ramos, Armin... Sir, I don't know how to say that guy's last name. I mean, they're not. So he fought all big, the middle guys. Yeah.
0: Right. He fought all the guys that were not top five, six, seven guys. Um, he's. I'm definitely not talking down on him because from, from every person that I've heard that knows him, that has trained with him, uh, they say he's better than Khabib. They, they swear he's better than Khabib. Khabib says he's better than Khabib. That's, he has the wrestling and the ground, but he's a much better striker. Than, than
1: so he did his last fight. He won. It was TKO punches. Yep. Then he's got submission Kimura, submission rear naked, submission arm triangle, decision, decision, arm bar. He does have another KO um, going back to 2018. So he does have stoppages in the UFC yep. from strikes. And his only loss was uh, TKO strikes, 192, UFC 192. So that's all they go to. To who? Um, a guy named Adriano Martin. Martins?
0: Hmm. They didn't rematch that? Nope. No. Oh, that's one I would have asked for back. Unless he <laughs> just like pushed him aside and kept going.
1: I mean, this is a long time ago. DC was on the main card of that fight. Oh, DC wow. Gustafson. So that that's going back a ways. That's Islam? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, wow. So, yeah. So this will be an interesting fight. Um, I'm pulling for Oliveira. Um, but how, I don't know. Uh, submission, but this guy's got a lot of subs. I don't see him subbing Oliveira, but I I you know, he could he could hurt him with strikes. That's good. do you know the the odds?
1: Yeah. Um Oliveira's the underdog at plus one fifty
0: five. But I'd I like to like be the been... champ on eleven fight win streak and be the underdog.
1: But I feel like he's been the underdog he was yeah. the underdog against Chandler and I think he was the underdog against uh Portier as well.
0: Yeah. Uh I'm going. I'm going with Oliveira. I know that's a tough bet, especially going against a, a Dagestani guy um, that that everyone swears is good. Comes out of AKA, where all those guys train. You know, when they're in the United States, um, great gym, great fighters, and uh, I'm interested to see it. I'm interested to see it. I think I'm gonna go with Oliveira, um, just because I'm not sure if is if Islam's gotten. Drug into deep waters. You know, I don't know. He hasn't had any five-rounders, you know, unless they were pre-UFC because he hasn't—unless maybe a, a main a main event. I don't think um, so. But I don't think he's been a main event. Uh,
1: you know what? He—round four against Thiago Moises. That that so went four rounds. Somewhere. So that was a—yeah, uh, it was uh, UFC on ESPN 26. This okay. was July of last year, so it was just an ESPN event.
0: Yeah. Um, but it did—I mean, it was— a five round Moses Moises is tough. He's a, I believe he's an ATT guy. Um, good, good skills as well, but he's never fought anybody like Charles Oliveira. You know, if he takes Charles down, he's instantly going to be defending. If he tries to just sit up and strike, he's going to, he's going to, you know, have submissions set up on him. have to be defending that for a while. Yeah. It's a tough call going either way on, on those guys. I'm going to go with Oliveira cause I like him. Um, and I, I again, not that I don't like Islam uh, and I know he's a savage um, and I just want to see Olivera get the belt back because he lost it on a point five weight with and, a yeah. suspect
1: scale potentially. Right. I mean, there's a there's a lot going on with that. Um, I've been hearing a lot of chirping from um, online um, that <clears throat> do do you feel like there's concern of Charles making weight this time?
0: Um, not that I know of. You, you heard that it I, is hard? I
1: don't, I don't know. I, I,
0: I mean, you definitely I, can't I, listen to the comment sections anywhere. Yeah, no,
1: I just, <laughs> I just, um, I just wonder if this, this card is so good.
0: Right. Yeah, he missed by 0.5. I, I think he makes weight. He's <laughs> okay. made weight, you know, it may be tough for him. I'm not sure, but, but I think he makes it. I think he wants his belt back and.
1: I mean, is there a chance? And I don't, I don't know how this works. We're, you know, we're a week away. Is there a chance he's already there because he's just not screwing around and no. he's not? No. Is that is too much of a
0: cut? Yeah. You, well, yeah. You def, you don't want to do that. You don't want to hold that low for that long. Um, basically, when you are making the final cut, you're killing yourself for ten pounds. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or as close to you as you can. Yes. Before you come back, if okay. you had to fight on weigh-in day. You know, there'll be a lot of dead fighters and and that's, that's the truth. You know, it's until something changes there, that is the, a, a worst case, you know, uh, he's definitely not sitting at that weight now. Um, however, who am I thinking of right now? That is a backup plan. Volkanovsky yeah. is a backup plan for that, that fight. He's a 55 er right. Hey, yeah. Uh, or he's a 45 or, but he's moving 55. I believe that's, I believe that's correct. Um, and he was a backup plan for that fight. And what's the other fight? Is there another 55 fight on there or no? Uh, yeah. uh, who was he?
1: Yeah, I feel like they're um, – yeah, uh, Darius. Yes. Fineo.
0: So there's been and talk camera. of that. And after the stuff that went on on the last card with Kevin Holland and right. and uh, Chemaev and those guys yeah. and the weight and Nick or Nate, um, who knows? Who knows if he's really, if he's really just sitting in the, in the wings, waiting, getting in, staying on weight. Um, why, you know, is that normal to have? No, no. To have like an alternate, a backup guy. And, and
1: and to have it be, and I don't know, I know Volk, he's the one that leaked it and publicized it. So maybe it's not, you know, official, but is that. Does that happen?
0: I w- I don't I wouldn't put anything past anybody at this point. Okay. Mark Zuckerberg was at the apex last time, and apparently he was rented out the the apex for his virtual reality thing that they're now the metaverse they're now yeah. putting the fights on in the metaverse and you can watch it that way have you ever watched anything on that <laughs> no so I'm, not, my, I'm afraid i'm not going in
1: <laughs> my kid has both my kids have the vr and i watched a uh, an nba basketball game in vr once and it is it is unlike anything you have like ever you're there or what yeah you, yeah i mean it's like i was courtside i was physically spinning my head and looking from side to side watching the basketball players go down the court like you're right there
0: that's wild it's unreal yeah, so I don't know, I don't know what is all going on with all that, you know, um, but I did hear that he is he's hanging out, ready to make weight, and for a guy that cuts as much weight as him, I wouldn't be hanging out ready to make weight. Unless there was something unless, really yeah listeners you talked reason. about yeah or or there's some side money that hey, I'll you know yeah. we'll give you an extra
1: <laughs> fifty just to make weight or whatever it is right. you know yeah, yeah,
0: I would imagine that there would be something something like that for him to be like if yeah. it was Dana saying, hey, be ready, yeah, he's gonna pay him to be ready yeah
1: when you look at Oliver, I feel like this fight does a lot for him absolutely um. Because if you look at Poirier's got great great ground game, um, but I don't. He's not known. I, I, he's he's an awesome striker, and you think about the right. fights that
0: Poirier's been in. But I feel like everyone this, knows he has good guillotines, you know, and and solid ground, but not like but, crazy sub guy like yeah. Like but Makachev,
1: I feel like once if if Oliveira wins this, now he's gone up against you know Gaethje and Poirier and Chandler, who are just bangers. Yeah, um, and then he he. Potentially beats you know the best guy on the ground in his division, right? And then you look at his record; he's 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 beat everybody in his division
0: that's yeah. anywhere close. That would put him on a twelve fight win streak, and as the champion again. Like who does he fight next? Yeah, that's that's my question. Yeah, Where, I don't know. I, would, I don't know what he would do um 70s a big jump because it's 15 pound weight class yep
1: um, well and, and then you're starting to look at
0: Usman and covington and right. hamzad and gilbert burns i mean just uh, you know right and and when you're it's not like you're the champ and you move up a weight class and fight number 10 right yeah you jump right into the top couple mix usually yeah. when those guys move up they're like demanding yep. a title shot so they can get right to that two-time yep uh two division champ but um, I, I don't know. I don't know where he goes. It, uh, he wins this fight. I'm not sure what his plan would be, or or who who gets a shot. You know, maybe Chandler beats Poirier, gets a rematch. Regardless, yeah, it's I up guess to Oliveira. Like, who does he want to rematch? I, I guess to rematch yeah. somebody.
1: Poirier, um, Chandler. That's happening. Two eighty one, right? Yeah. So I guess the winner of that probably could walk up to Dana and be like, "I'm I'm your next contender."
0: Right. Um, Islam wins. I don't know if. So I'll go on record right now and say, if Islam wins the belt, yeah, he'll probably hold on to the belt for quite a while. Mm-hmm. He'll probably be the champ for quite a while. If he if he's as good as as everyone says and he beats Oliveira, yeah. Handily, yeah, he'll probably go on to defend that belt yeah. for a while.
1: Yeah, because because who's going to take it from him?
0: Right? right, and basically what that'll mean is everyone from AKA or Dagestan that's been talking this guy up was was correct. Yeah, and and that's that's scary. <laughs> I'm mean, I'm so excited for this weekend. Now
1: yeah, we, we we talked before, and this is an early. Because it's over on Fight Islands, yep. um, I think the main card starts at one o'clock yep. Central Time. Nine a.m. The fight pass prelim start. Yeah, here in so Texas. Here in Texas, yep. right. So um, cool. make your plan plan
0: accordingly. This is not a Saturday night gig, right? Awesome. Thank you guys. We will see you back next week with the, uh, with the recap of all this. It is all over. Just like. That!